podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. Just when you thought we'd already hit rock bottom this season, Celtic go and take it to whole new levels with yet another woeful performance tonight at the Global Energy Stadium. Final scoreline, Ross County 1, Celtic now. This is Tino from the Celtic Exchange. Tonight I'm joined by Muff. Go for it, Muff. Hi Tino. Hi listeners. Yeah, I, I don't think you're really surprised anymore when you're looking at these dire performances and, and, and therefore dire results. The five-game winning run hadn't really fooled MD. I don't think they'd been watching Celtic. I don't think you could say there'd been serious progress made in terms of level of performance. Yes, we had played well in patches in different games. And you couldn't argue tonight we controlled the game. Should have been two or three up at half-time. Although we weren't consistently creating clear-cut chances. It's come back to bite us. Story of our season, really poor defending. Just pretty much symptomatic of the, the issues that we've had all season. After that, I mean, did you ever really think we were going to score tonight? I, I, I don't. We, we never looked really like we, we were going to, and and this is what we've become because we've allowed it to happen. People have been shouting for change since October. You'll go back through all the podcasts that we've we've um, we've done, Tino, and it's the same things that we've been saying. That this comes, and you know, don't want to go on a kind of diatribe and and take it away from focusing specifically on the match, but this really comes from the the arrogance of the board believing that. The need for change and the demand for change is coming from ah, uh, you know, it's social media driven and it's coming from a small amount of the fans. It's it's not that it's a huge groundswell and and the longer that this arrogance goes on from the board and the powers that be within Celtic Park, then the currency that they have over us, that being season tickets, is going to be fairly meaningless because the vibe that I'm picking up from people running about me is they're just switching off completely. They're just ceasing to care, and that is the most dangerous. A thing in the lot. I think so. I made a statement uh, a number of weeks ago that the the only thing worse than the anger of the Celtic fans, and you know, in, in the board's mind, the only thing worse than anger is apathy, and that's what we've got to. I know several mates, huge Celtic fans, they weren't even tuned in tonight, and that's been the case for the last few games, despite the the win and run. And as you see, if the win and run has potentially papered over some cracks and maybe fooled some folk, but we've come crashing back down to earth tonight. Given that it's a match reaction, we will look at some of the, the tactical elements of the game, lineup, etc. But it's almost irrelevant, isn't it? Because we know that this team have done tactically and is there much point in doing that to death when we know this manager's, you know, lost his way completely? Yeah, again, you, you look at it, you know what you're going to be playing out against a team that's going to play narrow and force you out wide. And yet again, we rely on creativity from our, our fullbacks, which was made worse or exacerbated by Greg Taylor having to go off and lax out coming on who offered zero quality going forward inability to cross the ball I don't know if that's a product of the way he's been asked to play his football in, in other teams I don't know if it's the Brady tear but whatever it is he has an inability to cross the ball effectively um, Kenny continues to impress you know I, I think he brings a, a a good level of performance Ben made a good save in the first half when he was called upon Welsh in general you know Welsh and I weren't really tested to any particular level because they weren't under constant pressure but you know as a team we haven't defended well for the goal and left their main aerial threat in a lot of space so again questions need to be asked but we've been asking these questions for a considerable amount of time when it comes to us defending those types of situations I thought the midfield was the the most disappointing element tonight three big creative players just weren't at it at all yeah and also the fact um 
there's a chap, Mick, that I know on Twitter and kind of had a few back and forwards with, with Mick just about the team in general. And he made the point just towards the end tonight that you've got five centre midfields in our lineup. Yep. there. I, I, made, I, I made a note that we've certainly got three number 10s and Rogic, Turnbull and Christie on yep. the park at the same time. There's just a, a, a serious mismatch. If you want to add in uh, Brown and Callum McGregor as the other central midfielders, five central midfielders in a game where, as you see, you know you're going to get pushed wide. Yep. And what have you got? You've got the enigma that has lax out. And Kenny, I think, industrious as he is, and tried to get forward, it just wasn't happening, was it? No, it wasn't. And we missed, we missed clear-cut chances. You know, you have to say that, but it's that feeling of Groundhog Day. I think everybody on Celtic social media, fan podcasts, fan media, will be saying the same things. It's it's watching the same movie again and again and again. We, we have asked for change. And the conclusion I'm now coming to is that and I mentioned it to you guys before we came on here tonight, Neil Lennon is so toxic at the minute that I think the fans would accept, even if it was Kennedy and Stratton to the end of the season, they'd accept it just purely on the basis it wasn't Neil Lennon. I think you're completely right. It's, at this moment in time, Neil Lennon has to be removed from, jeez, I've got to call it the brand there. I don't even think it, but just in terms of the association that he now has with Celtic Football yep. Club, toxic is the word, Muff. It's absolutely done. And it's been, it's been done for such a long time. But we've almost just resigned ourselves to the fact that it is what it is and, and we'll now need to ride out to the end of the season. I think there's a lot of damage to be done by keeping them in place for those remaining eight games. What is the one thing that we've got to play for? Beating Rangers in one of the two games we've got to play them. That That is how pathetic our, our season has become and that's what we've got left. So we have more chance of doing that with Neil Lennon not being there than being there. Mm-hmm. Um, he has presided over an unmitigated disaster of a season. And, and that's, listen, if you don't do your job you come under pressure. doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. And Neil Lennon hasn't done his job. The, the question I always go back to is, are these players playing to the maximum of their potential? And would another coach, manager, get a better tune out of these players, out of this squad of players? And I believe the answer to that is yes. It's a resounding yes. And it's clear that the players just aren't doing it. There's a real lack of energy and drive across the board. Yep. I took a note around about the 65th minute. Nothing each at the time. A game that you absolutely have to win. Yep. There's no question, you know, any slim chance there was, you have to go and win yeah, tonight. Have you gave up to him? <laughs> I can't say the words, Muff. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I think it was actually Stephen Welsh, not to criticise any one guy, but he, at one point he, he was under no pressure and he put his foot in the ball and had a look around and started to walk out yes, of the Yes, I, I know exactly the bit you're, because I, I was shooting the drive, drive on, show yep. some urgency, feed into your midfield and somebody get, you know, get a turn on it. And it's almost like the players have just accepted the defeat and that, that in itself is unacceptable. I can get, you know, if you're not getting the rub of the green, you're out of form, whatever, you know, things are going against you. There's no excuse for any one of those players not giving their absolute tank. No, and and again, I think that that, that point goes and takes you somebody like Ryan Christie, who clearly one thing you cannot level at him is lack of effort. Mm-hmm. Lack of quality, certainly tonight. However, it was his quality getting him into those positions. You know, he, he does read the game well. Times he runs into the box well. Was unlucky not to score a couple of night. Well, should have arguably scored. Mm. It's the decision to play him as a striker that's yeah. probably had a really marked effect on the outcome of the game tonight. I think Lennon did it against Ferns Varos. Am I right in saying that? I think he, yeah. he, did, he did that I against Christie. He just keeps making the same mistakes. And, mm. you know, if I kept getting into work and <laughs> I kept continually making the same mistake, I'd get, I'd get sacked. I'd at least get putting a performance plan. Although, right, judging by so. the Jan- January review, it's been done, everything's fine. So, all these, all these things. To, to me, there's just loads of little things going wrong at the club just now. In the context of the match tonight, Ross County 
have conceded most goals for, for set pieces. You saw that stat coming up a few times. Yep. And we, we took a, a barrage of short corners, which led to absolutely nowhere. At one point, we actually switched it for the left to the right and managed to get ourselves a worse angle, um, just kind of outside the 18-yard box in the second half. You know, those things, it just looks absolutely rudderless. And, and I know it's easy to sit here and say, right, well, everybody's in a big downer in the club just now. So if the circumstances were different and we had that control in a game where we were we were chasing the points or we were ahead in the league, it's the type of game that you go and you grind out. We just we just don't look capable. We didn't look at all capable tonight of putting County under any sustained pressure. And that, for the amount of possession that we had, I just think that's absolutely criminal. It really is. And just to go back to your point on the corner, so as you rightfully say, County have conceded more goals from corners than any other team in the league. So inexplicably... We have made a conscious decision on several occasions to take a short corner. That's yep. on instruction. That's something yep. that's been spoken about pre-match and somebody somewhere has thought that's the move to make. And this has got to sound very snide and undoubtedly people might be tuning into this and thinking, do these guys even support Celtic? Because we're just it's bash, 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 right? But <laughs> the, the standards have dropped so markedly and ultimately the fans are custodians of the club. We, we want the standards maintained, hence why we've been screaming for change for so long because we have watched the standards of the team drop to the point where, you know, we've been beaten twice in a season off Ross County. Mm. That in itself would more than likely be a sacking offence for most managers, never mind all the, the other damage that's that's happened. So tonight was just a, an absolute case in point as to where we're going wrong as a club. You know, a team picked on the park that seemed to lack the desired shape and desire to do what it had to do tonight. And obviously the way that they're prepared, who's picked? comes down to the manager, goes back to it again. The manager is making the same continual mistakes over and over and over again. And it's led us to the point where, you know, the, this season, we, we now just need to safeguard second place. That's yeah. it. I've made the point several times now that, so Ryan Christie will carry the can for tonight and, and he'll get, no doubt, a lot of grief online from various folk, maybe the Celtic Exchange Twitter account amongst them. But to an extent, it's not Ryan Christie's fault that Neil Lennon keeps playing him uh, as a striker. I've also said the same about Shane Duffy. Shane Duffy's been woeful, but also it was Neil Lennon's job to take him out the firing line. These are the things that are Neil Lennon's responsibility. But beyond that, Neil Lennon being there in the first place to make these poor decisions, that is Peter Lowell's responsibility, or Ian Bankier's, or Dermot Desmond, or whoever the hell makes those calls, and that's where we've fallen short. You know, they don't they don't directly influence matters on the park, but they do influence matters in the dugout and who's making those decisions. And that's where we've fallen short and too many people have passed the buck Celtic-wise this season and it ultimately comes down to the people at the top of the club who had a chance in October yep. and November and December and even in January to make a change. And we could still have been in some sort of title race but lack of or, or, or inaction uh, and lack of the character to make the big decisions has led us to where we are tonight. A brand new rock bottom for you when we thought we'd hit that X weeks ago. Grim stuff, grim stuff. And, and it has been for most of the season but the one thing I will, I will say is that we now, I believe, are at the darkest ever. <laughs> I know I've said this <laughs> Where before. Have I, heard that before? I know I've said this before, but I, I do think it's reached a, a complete tipping point where, you know, there's a possibility that Big Don Mackay may end up doing a Ben Davies and reneging on his pre contract <laughs> and <laughs> no, buggering off somewhere else because um, what a mess he's going to inherit. However, some of that mess could be cleaned up for him by the removal of Lennon. That's the, that's the one thing that has to happen. Clearly, he is unable to guide a talented bunch of players to a victory against, statistically, the worst team in the league. Yeah, exactly that. 
I've got uh, Neil Lennon's comments after the game, so I'll read them out in their entire entirety. Please here do, Timo. Please I'll, do. Uh, I'll await your response with bated breath. So, uh, Neil Lennon after the match. It's a strange one. It encapsulates the season. We dominated the game. We've missed unbelievable chances and we can't defend the set play for some reason. It's a head-scratcher tonight for sure. We were totally dominant. It's a difficult one to stomach. Our decision-making, our final ball, we let ourselves down. We didn't play badly and I don't think we deserve to lose the game, but we have done. We're not learning from defending set plays. It's been a weakness all season. They are good enough to learn, but they don't want to get hurt or throw their body in the way. It's not good enough. To the fans, I'm sorry. Is that good enough for you? No, it's not. And um, if my manager is sitting scratching his head in February as to why the team are making the same mistakes as they did in September, October, November and all the other months in between, then he's not fit to be in the job because he's had plenty of time to rectify it and he hasn't. Let, let us also remember that these issues were glaring before we went into a transfer window and we actually get rid of more people than we, we brought in. Those words ring very hollow. You're seeing a man now out of his depth and for him to sit there and talk about not deserving to lose the game, whilst that, that's true, on the balance of play, we did. It's yet another game we've lost on the back of a, a fairly poor and turgid performance. You know, I, I don't think he can turn around and say we played well because whilst we had a lot of the ball, County were quite happy to let us have it, you know, 40 yards for goal. Yeah. Park had cut up quite a bit, so maybe the, the weekend of one-twos and incisive play that we, we'd like to try and achieve weren't really coming off. You know, we, we, we looked fairly toothless. There's plenty of other teams have gone to Ross County and won this year, I think. Before tonight, they'd only won two home games, so now three. So there's a lot of defeats in there somewhere, and there's poorer teams, certainly on paper, poorer teams than us that have gone and dealt with the poor conditions. The the big factor as well, and it's been, it's been our Achilles heel all season, is set-piece concession, and yet another one tonight. The madness of it all, again, and we've spoken about this before, we've spoken about everything before, I'm fed up hearing myself, but... Diego Laxalt found himself in the right back position when we conceded the free kick. I think it was John John Joe Kennedy that actually made the foul, but Laxalt was next to him. My left back should never be next to my right back unless they're celebrating a goal together. So they're over next to each other, hanging about for whatever reason. And they we couldn't give manage away, it, <laughs> We give away the free kick. Every team that takes a free kick against us should be going for that and swinging one. Uh, some teams have kind of clocked onto that. Tonight, Ross County have done it, and I think it's Scott Brown that's been left flat on his heels against a guy in, I think, Jordan White, who's about 6'4", and he's up against Bruni, so it's just a mismatch. But then you look at, you know, deeper into that and the fact that we don't have any height uh, in terms of the centre-halves out with fire. You no longer have Julian, who was injured in December. We didn't replace him. Shane Duffy, we've known for a long time, hasn't been good enough. We didn't replace him. Near Beaton isn't even a centre-half, but we chose not to replace him. And we then decide to see out the rest of the season by the looks of it with Stephen Welsh, who I think will go on to be a very good player, but six-foot solid defender, he is not. It's a little wonder we then go and concede another set-piece. If you take the set-piece goals out of our season, it's a completely different picture. So it's even just getting that basic right would propel us into being much further ahead than where we are, but we simply cannot defend set-pieces. And we'll see it in the next eight games. I'm absolutely sure of that. And I think it goes a long way to how the fans are in general feeling about the, the club and the way they're being coached. How how much tactical analysis is getting done? You know, the players don't look capable of putting a 90-minute performance in because their fitness levels just don't look up to it. Now, I think the manager and the board are quite happy to sit behind the COVID excuse and say, you know, we spoke about it in maybe in one of the podcasts, 18 where we spoke about adaptability. Life is about adaptability. You find yourself in various different situations that aren't within your control and you yourself need to adapt to it. And, and we as a club just have not, have not in any way adapted to this COVID situation well. So mm-hmm. much so that we thought it was a good idea 
to go to Dubai. Yeah, amongst many other shocking ideas this season. So I've asked you this question before. What happens now? We're eight games to go. Lennon's coming out and, you know, apologising. I am sorry, but is he taking it a step further to say, I am sorry, and I will also now make the right decision? I think, I think by Tuesday or Wednesday, Lennon will be removed from his position. I think just purely because he has to be. Removed or... Removed, I, well, clearly won't walk. Yeah, still think that's his stance clearly on it. Walk. Which, is, which is shambolic because, as I say, that's the that's the job of the powers that be, whether it's currently Peter Lowell that makes that decision or not. To have not made that decision in this of all seasons is just criminal. And why they've stalled on it, we've said before, maybe the stories will come out in years to come or the books or whatever. But what's what's the reason for the stalling? Well, whatever the reason for the stalling is, nobody comes out of this well. The, the players are a disgrace. Let's no, you know, kind of shy away from saying that as well. Like you say, it looks very much like they're going through the motions. And that, that I'd say I'd say that even in the, the, the winning run. We've played well half of our spells here and there. I think the St Mirren game was probably the best we played. But I think the players did think they would just swan up there tonight. Ross County would roll over. We'd score a couple of goals and then get back down the road, no bother. Whereas maybe they're looking for an excuse with a half seven Sunday night kickoff. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's it's really, the full thing's really, really poor. Performance, players not looking like they're, they're putting 100% effort in. Manager looking like he's way, way out of his depth. And, and the whole club continually making the same mistake, just continually marching on with absolutely no guidance or leadership whatsoever. Yeah, and you know the alternative, you know, if if we were to have won again tonight and kept the the winning run going and saw that into the end of the season, it'd be maybe the kind of bare minimum you would expect. But now with each passing game and each passing result and each shambolic press conference, the the, the club and as I kind of touched on the word brand earlier on, but the, the club are being damaged by this. You know, with each passing event in Celtic. What does that say for a new well, manager who might be considering coming in at this moment in time? Well, let, let's not forget the manager before this game said it's actually not been that bad this season. He did say that. He was, he was quoted as saying that. Yeah. Um, it's not been the unmitigated disaster. Aye, aye. Is the, the so, term. It's not been that bad, lads. Come on. <laughs> and he's got, you know, go and spark a can, watch a game. So for, for the new manager coming in, I think the new manager coming in is thinking to himself, wait a minute here, even if I keep, you know, maybe 10 of that squad and motivate them, I'm in a good place. If I had the players that I want to bring in, Happy days, mm-hmm. um, because there there is there, there is still somewhere within that squad a winning mentality. Players that know how to go over the line, players that know how to win things. You can you can blame the manager, which I, I obviously have, but the players need need to carry the can for for some of it as well. You can't just let them let them off the hook. I think they absolutely do, and I think they have got the hook this season because the focus has been so much on Neil Lennon, and rightfully so at times. But it's almost like the the players have been allowed to. It kind of slip under the radar in terms of some of the woeful performances. I'm just looking down again at the, the lineup tonight, and you've got guys like Chris Iyer, Scott Brown, Tom Rogic, Callum McGregor, Ryan Christie, and Odson Edward, who was anonymous tonight, by the way, who have all been over the course and distance, you know, been part of the vast majority of the quadruple treble and haven't had the character tonight to to pull themselves and their teammates up by the scruff of the neck and drive this on. And I think that's, that's a really important point. I do believe that a new manager will come in and should come in and will instantly get more out of these players but I don't think that excuses the half dozen or so guys I've mentioned there for not doing their jobs at the end of the day and not showing enough character completely agree um, Edward was anonymous tonight I, I think fans always look for a way to try and give Eddie a free pass just because he is so good and he, he's done so well for us but like I said in, in previous weeks we're watching his exit from, from Celtic so should a new manager come in it would be interesting to see what their take on that would be you know guy, guys like Kamala. As yet, who are our players, just don't get anywhere near the team. 
you know, to the point where we'll play a central midfielder up front instead of playing them. What does that say about the recruitment? Another shambolic element of the, of the club at the minute. So to go through such a position of dominance as we have, to just career down the path that we've went and then to receive such arrogance for the board with regards to, you know, wanting change and seeing that things weren't developing the, the way that we needed them to this season. You know, this season meant a lot to the fans and the what the fans were trying to say at the board was, we've been going on a path here, we've won nine in a row, everybody desperately wanted 10, no matter what um, they might say, of course everybody wanted the 10. And it feels like we just really, really took this season for granted, but both the, the board, the manager, and, and it would appear the players. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, Matt, I don't know if you want to look as far ahead, next up uh, on Saturday uh, of next week at three o'clock at Celtic Park is Aberdeen. Any idea what to expect from that? If it's going by last Wednesday's game, a very turgid affair of us... Not fast, free-flowing Celtic Of us Celtic playing, playing well maybe for 20 minutes, scoring a goal, and then Aberdeen launching the ball <laughs> into the box and us uh, struggling to, to kind of deal with it. But m- maybe maybe getting over the line. Uh, hard to see what we're going to get. Um, the nice thing, or something to think about, it would be nice to think, should I say, that we'll have even a new caretaker manager in place by that point who can somehow instill a bit of confidence into the players. They look severely drained of that. They look drained, they look drained of energy, devoid of ideas. It'd be nice to see them kind of reinvigorated in some way going into the end of the season because, like I say, well, we've got to play for second place in the, in the hope of maybe beating Rangers. Yep, so time will tell if there's a new man in the dugout come Saturday, but eight games left for Celtic. Final score tonight, Ross County won Celtic nil. We'll be back on uh, Saturday after the three o'clock kickoff against Aberdeen and we'll bring you whatever happens there. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Podcast Network.